I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tonight on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional. Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Customer Experience R&R with my good self, Richard Knight. And, uh, and, and I remember today, Rich. Uh, yeah, well, well yeah. done. And, and it's nice to have Ryan here because we planned to record this uh, on Tuesday of this week, but uh, a certain person didn't rock up. I'm fine with that now. I've got over it. Having said that I called you a friend uh, on the last uh, episode and then, and then you just dropped me. Dro I mean, it's just unbelievable. There was something so better sorry. to do, was there? Hey, mm, apologise to the audience. Come I'm on. Really sorry, audience. Yeah, but however, the good news is we're recording in time for you to listen to our warbling warbling weekend. So uh, my my sincerest apologies. I got my head stuck up my bottom, and I'm. <laughs> um, so what are we going to warble about today? Then we've got the no warbling. guests. Just me and you, isn't it today? It is. It is just us. But that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing because there's. There's things been going on this week that we thought we'd better warble about. Coming from that big city in Londinium town, yeah. they, they've created some of these new laws that some people not, might not be aware of. And actually, the impact, the impact could be quite considerable in terms of businesses and then also the impact on customers, which is ultimately what we're, we're, we're here talking about, aren't we? And then, and then we're actually going to have a little bit of a chat, as we mentioned last week, um, because this is 20, episode 20, Wow. This is it, 20. Um, can you believe it? Yeah, you haven't caught up with us yet. No. Um, that we're actually going to be talking a little bit more about readiness for 2021 when we got rid of, rid of this interesting year and we've moved into another interesting year, which I'm sure it will be. We're going to be talking about that customer experience readiness and, and how perhaps we can look at that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. A couple of things, a couple of things. Anything else from your point of view? Do them laws up they make in Londinium, do they? Are they relevant down here in the West Country? So they're they're relevant all over the country, aren't they? So this is to do with this is to do with um, the COVID nineteen um, and uh, employers being um, what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> being at fault and being potentially being fined between right. one thousand and ten thousand pounds now if they allow uh, a member of their team. To return to work when that member of team has um, uh, tested positive for COVID-19 and have not done the self-isolation piece and actually have come back into the workplace um, and may well obviously there is a good reason behind it because we don't want to spread this however um, not many people know about this because actually this came through on Sunday afternoon they created the document if you look at the actual document itself and we'll put the link in the chat underneath this so that people can go and have a look at it um, uh, actually they can go in and have a look at that and this was created on Sunday afternoon um, and then was passed su Sunday early Sunday evening and then actually came to into law on Monday so bloody hell that's efficient I know it's amazing how quickly they can bring it through if they can fine you for stuff, isn't it? So, so what we're seeing is what the issue is 
is for all the businesses out there, ourselves included, is that the government seem to be manoeuvring the responsibility for what's going on here to the employer. So if you are at fault, you will get fined. Now, it is up to the employee to also let you know, but if they don't do that, the employer then is also uh, potentially can get fined if that is, is um, discovered um, and uh, um, you know if the track and trace works if they actually find out that one of your employers had come into into the workplace now if they're working remotely obviously it's not much of a problem but the thing that we now know is that businesses are doing a bit of both aren't they you know there's that bit of working from home and then maybe coming to the office i know there's a number of you know solicitor firms that are doing week in the office week out of the office and they're doing a rotation around that sort of effect now this can cause some problems you know and and the key thing from what we talk about here is that it actually can have a big impact on the business and therefore the knock-on effect to the customer is is what we're thinking about here so let me get this right then so old boris has put a, a law together that says that if an employee comes to work and doesn't tell there isn't sufficient provision in place by the employer for the employee to tell the employer that they've got COVID symptoms. Yeah. And then there's a COVID outbreak. Mm -hmm. The employer is responsible for uh, and could be fined because they've not created that communication channel to take action. Yeah, so that's it in, in a nutshell, because if you try and decipher the document, like all of these things, all of these laws, it is incredibly difficult to look through all of these herewiths and thenceforth, and the employer is, you know, it is very, very difficult to actually decipher it all. So what we're trying to do is make it as easy as possible, aren't we? We always talk yeah. about that from a customer experience point of view. Let's make it simple as possible. So... From our point of view, what could we possibly, or what could you possibly do as an employer to cover the potential that one of your staff might have COVID and have not told you, and to avoid those potential fines that could come through? I mean, you know, I don't think anybody's wanting ten thousand pound fine landing on, uh, you know, in the old inbox at the moment. It wouldn't. But wouldn't yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But ultimately, um, this is about getting your people fit and healthy to work to give your clients and your customers a great experience isn't it that, that's the point you're trying to keep your business running through all of this all of these challenges and look you know it was really interesting i was reading an article this morning um before i took the dog out uh and effectively what what the article was saying was that um although professor witty and um the other chap um got up yesterday and said with the prime minister look uh you know things are things are you know slipping i saw an article this morning that actually said that maybe the rule of six and some of the local lockdowns are actually having a positive impact and those those cases are beginning to slow mm -hmm. but then on the other hand you're hearing all kind of things on the local news aren't you about you know there's been an outbreak in this employer and that yeah. employer in this school and and that business so you know we, we we have got to live with this but more importantly not only we've we got to live with this we've got to continue to run our businesses and look after our people and our customers which is the point you're making rich brilliant yes, well absolutely so um, we've got something that can assist with that as we well have. we have we've been talking about it we've talked about it a number yeah. of times so we've got our our covid well-being checker um that employers can can use um and effectively it's uh, a ridiculously 
uh, cheap price for the first three months and then it's a very very good price after three months but effectively what it does is it tracks the well-being sentiment of your people it tracks whether they feel safe at work and you can ask the question have you had COVID symptoms so as an employer you are doing all of the right stuff to make sure that uh, you are creating the communication channels to prove the due diligence that the government are looking for yeah now that's a great example isn't it of being ready for something like this yes. um yeah. mm -hmm. and you know i i, I want to sort of move the conversation on if i can to talk about um that you know we talked a lot in these 20 episodes haven't we about you know the new normal having a plan how are people going to access your, your, your products your services your systems all that kind of stuff um and you know the, and you know the listeners are probably going to oh, they go again but we have now identified um uh, at insight six a really good way of understanding whether your business is ready to give a great client or customer experience yeah mm -hmm. tell me a bit more about that rich because you've had a lot to do with the development of that you and yeah yeah so so um in terms of being able to sort of have that instant view of the world um, and understand where you sit in terms of an overall customer experience readiness um, score, if you like. Because often we sit there and we go, yeah, well, what do I actually do uh, when it comes to customer experience in our organisation? Yeah, we know we pick up the telephone and we say, hello, um, you know, so-and-so, Insight 6, Richard Knight speaking, how can I help you? And we do those, you know, those, those things, and that's really good for customer service, isn't it? But actually, we know that customer experience is a broader view of the world. It's everything about your brand and your organisation, whether people are interacting directly with you or not. So, there are four zones in terms of a readiness for a customer experience, um, customer experience readiness in, a, in an organisation. And the four zones are, the risk zone, awareness zone, breakthrough zone, and impact zone. Okay, so we've got four zones there. In terms of what that means, so the risk zone sounds, you know, pretty obvious. If your organization does not recognize the importance of your customers and put them in the middle of what you do, you're at risk of alienating your customers and then going somewhere else. Because if you're focusing purely on that product and price, then, and not around the experience that your customers are actually having, they have a much more opportunity and will willingly find your product and your service and your and in price probably cheaper somewhere else. And they'll off they'll go and they'll move quickly. We know that's the case. Internet shopping, um, uh, social media, people are telling people about everything. So if you're not focusing on it, you're at risk of losing your customers. If that leaky bucket, they're disappearing. Where are they going? We don't know. And those are the organizations that are not understanding that customer experience is a key differentiator when it comes down to your brand now and the, and the amount of business you do. So that's the risk, the risk zone. For those so, so if you've got a business or if you've got, so how would I know if my business is in the risk zone so what we've got is in terms of all of these zones we're actually providing 12 questions they're very very quick it takes five minutes to fill in 12 questions to understand which of those zones you fit into and those questions cover a number of categories so what i'll do is i'll finish talking about the zones and i'll, I'll I'll just give you an insight into these questions so you can understand a little bit more about where they land. But I think the important thing in the moment is for the people listening and watching, you can actually think, well, actually, where do I sit at the minute? 
you know, which one am I fitting in at? So are you at risk? Are you completely not thinking about the customer? Don't think there's many people in that bracket, but you never know. There may still be people who are just thinking, oh, I've got to chase the money. I've got to concentrate on the product, particularly now because the environment's changed. You know, when we're, you know, we're, we're under a lot more stress from a business point of view, you know, and, and, and a lot of people go, well, I don't need to worry about the customer. All I need to worry about is my processes and, and, and the way I do things and the product and the price and, and, and then people will buy it. Mm, they won't. We know they want an experience more so these days. So that's the risk zone. For those people who are in the awareness zone, they've gone, do you know what? Customers make the difference. I've got to focus on them. So that's the awareness piece. It's just the little bit of the, the, the light bulbs come on and they've gone, oh, okay, yeah, I'll get that. So that's, that's really interesting from the awareness zone is the fact that they've, they've realized that there is a differentiator and that is customer experience. Mm -hmm. Those sort of firms are the people who are perhaps doing a little bit of insight gathering. So they're sending out the odd feedback um, survey. They're thinking about things like net promoter score and thinking, well, where do we land? And they may be gathering some of this data and they might even be asking their employees, how, how, how are you at the minute? But they're not generally doing anything with that detail. Okay, so they're aware of it. They're starting to gather some information. They're looking at what their customers are saying, but it's not forming part of a plan. It's just generally ad hoc stuff. So those companies that fall in the breakthrough zone, they're the ones who started to get the plan in their head. Okay, they've identified that they need to inspire their organization to want to focus on customer experience. And that inspire part is around leadership and having a goal for their customer experience strategy and then telling the employees about it, using the insight to work towards that goal. So those are the organizations, they're getting a breakthrough, they're seeing it's making a difference. They can see that asking their customers what they feel can make a difference to what the product is or the way they interact with their customers. And therefore the customers are fulfilled, have more confidence in them and will stay with them, nice and simple. And then finally, the, the impact zone, these are the guys, these are the organizations who make the difference with their customer experience strategy and they are seen as the leaders in terms of customer experience they're the ones who change the way they do things and other people start following so if we're thinking where the organizations land we might be thinking something like amazon whether you love them or, or, or loathe them they have changed the way people do they do business to fit in with the customer's needs and expectations and we now know we can click a button and get something in 24 hours and if it's not right it goes straight back it's a great point isn't it because you know if you think of some of the businesses at the moment that are really struggling um some to be fair to no fault of their own through to the result of the pandemic you kind of look at that risk zone and you kind of go do you know what there are probably some of our discount retailers that sit in that risk zone because they trade on their operation they trade on price they trade on pilot yeah. high sell it cheap you know the experience in the stores is, is is all right isn't it you know go to the next hill all right come over here you know um but that, you work there have you have you yeah, worked there? well have you, you know that voice? yeah <laughs> good hourly rate actually um and then you go to the awareness zone and I, i'd say the awareness zone is probably where most of our supermarkets and some of our high street retailers are they're aware that they've got to do something mm -hmm. so they might ask some survey questions they may ask uh you know they, they may have people that are proactively helping and supporting customers uh in, you know out, out and about in their businesses and then you've got the breakthrough zone where you know 
from what you're saying is that people are, you know, business are thinking of how they can improve. And I had a really great conversation this week with a, with a new client um, uh, and they're a property management business based down in Truro. And the, 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 the son of the business rang me and said, um, Ryan, we, we want some help. We really want, to understand so they're, they're definitely in the awareness now, but they want to move through this breakthrough zone and they want yep. some 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 really good baseline detail of a what their customers think b what their staff think yeah uh, and then c they want to put in a program to really help create that customer centricity within the organization yeah so whenever the organization is making a a decision they're making it with the customer sat on their shoulder going will this work will this yep. work for the customer yeah so that breakthrough zone is you know considering how how they're going to improve and i know they're going to be really successful and then you're right that impact zone are those really in my mind would be those really you know re retailers like amazon um uh like ocado um you know, people that kind of sit ahead of the curve they're constantly thinking about using that customer insight to constantly improve the customer journey mm -hmm. um and you know it's sometimes i think um we carried out some some work down down here in devon and cornwall um through a group of thought leaders that i work with called the southwest cx group yeah and we did a survey over the summer and one of the things that came out was um over half the people we surveyed said they didn't really know where to start with this stuff um yeah. and you know i get that because if you're thinking about your cash flow you're thinking about engaging your, your team if you're thinking about selling your stock if you're thinking about you know updating your website your marketing plan you set all that stuff that has to happen often the customer gets forgotten not through anybody's fault just through the fact that they're you know so, so this is about training uh training your business mind to mm -hmm. stop all of that noise around you and go actually what is it my customers want yeah um so this 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 uh these readiness levels sound sound, sound great in mm. terms of focusing them on so so when you you know these 16 questions what happens then once you answer them presumably you get told what zone you're in is that right yeah so so yeah 12, 12 questions get it right 12, 12 questions 12, 12 questions, 12 questions. <laughs> And they're based around um, six key areas of customer experience, and it, it, it's based on the Insight Six, the ISEC Six model. So, the, one of them we talk about inspiring, and I mentioned that inspiring your leaders and your teams to actually want to focus on um, uh, customer experience, and that means setting a goal. That means sitting down and actually working out what is great customer experience for our organisation. So that's sort of one area that you can gather insight into and um, you know, work out whether are we doing that and how to what extent are we doing it and then in terms of the insight gathering sort of section as well how much insight are you actually gathering because a lot of people go oh yeah no we, we, we go for feedback yeah yeah we get feedback but actually how often do you ask for it because it's not just about sending one survey out a year to your customers you know with 30 questions on and amazingly enough you get five percent response rate from the two you know the two uh, firms that you work with really closely and they really like you so you, you've got to really challenge your thinking about where you actually are and how ready are you for 2021 and this and the CX side of things. So those 12 questions take five minutes to fill in, as I mentioned. And then what happens is that we actually are able to generate a nice sort of report for you, gives you the zone that you sit in. And because we're great people, particularly down here in the Southwest, we give you some actions that you can actually look at for the particular area of the zone. Oh, you're in. 
What people going to do? Exactly. Go and do something. <laughs> I know, but it good. But it good. They're all drinking cider. <laughs> I know. So some action. So you can actually things you can go and do and think about and actually go, right, okay, so this is where we need to get to next. But of course, it's scary. People will, oh, I don't want to fill that in because I might, I might actually, you know, realise that I'm not quite where I need to be. And, I, and then that'll mean I'll have to put loads of time and loads of effort into all of it. But actually, there's small things you can do to move yourself up these zones and into the different zones. Now, getting to the impact zone is not the easy thing to do. You know, there's, there's not many organisations that populate that one and they are the leaders. They, people follow them. So that's where, you know, the holy grail, if you like, in terms of getting towards it. But if you don't look at it, and your readiness then you'll never know where you are do you know what just kind of question do you, do you know what i think if you're a leader of an organization listening to this and you are fearful of what the result might be from you completing that survey yeah you're already moving from the risk zone to the awareness zone personally Absolutely. because you want to understand and if you answer it honestly you know what you may not want to share it with your organization but i tell you what from a strategic perspective in your own mind you're going to be sat there going yeah i know i need to do something about this yeah um and actually 2021 is the year i i, I want to do that yeah so you know t today's today's warble really is about there's a couple of things for me that have come out it's about having the, the measurement tools in place to support and help you on this really tricky journey at the moment of running a business right it's not easy we all know that's the case you know whether it's new laws coming in from the government you know have you got systems and processes in place to help your people feel safe so that they can deliver for your for your customers and help, help your customers feel safe and then um, which is now isn't it that's 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 the challenge yeah. for for it's today immediate yeah but then looking ahead you know business leaders like our good sales rich have to keep one eye on the horizon mm. 2021 is and i hate to tell you is only is only uh only three months away um you know we're, we're recording this on the the first of october mm -hmm. um so it's not long but it gives you a quarter to start thinking about how am i gonna launch in the new calendar year or indeed in the new financial year in april which isn't that far away either um so even if you're not thinking about sort of launching this business wide if you're a business owner contact us help and we can help you with this, this the, the readiness you know getting ready for the changes that are going to come um it, it's so important keeping that eye on the horizon because when we do get through this and we will um you know i often, I often think i was watching uh piers morgan who i yeah you love him, <laughs> uh he was interviewing Sir Tom Moore on, on his life stories and I watched it and it's one of the most inspirational ones I've ever seen. One of the things he said, Rich, was there, there's always a brighter day coming uh, and a and hundred years old, you know, um, he's lived through the war and all those other things yeah. that he's gone through. Uh, there is, there's always light at the end of the tunnel and we have to hold on to that. So make that light even brighter by being prepared for the future and knowing which direction you want to go in would be my top tip from today's war. If you've, if you've liked what we've been warbling about, please do like, share, comment. Um, it'd be great to get this out to other people so they can hear what about the warblings from the West Country. And uh, next, next week, number 21, episode 21. Well, we'll surprise you, I think. We'll surprise you. We'll come of age, we'll come of age next week. Oh, 20, we will, we'll keep to the door. Keep to the door. <laughs>
Give them the door. I think we should just have a massive celebration and just sit and drink cider and talk about <laughs> talk about all the amazing ciders, don't you? Come on then. Yeah, that'd be great. A bit of a tasting, why you never I think we should actually. You know, let's get let's have a chat about that one. Anyway, I've been I've been Richard Knight. I've been Ryan Upstable. Have a lovely week.